songs that you really enjoy my music and wait I didn't say anything inspiring and the Holy Spirit just didn't wait for me he just started um, ministering it was very humbling and somebody if that I don't know who that person was came up to me and just laughing and said you know the funniest part Gene is that you have no idea what he's doing that I walked into the room and the anointing of God um, came had nothing to do with me except that that I was a broken vessel that the anointing was pouring through and I'm going to be speaking about that some somewhat today because I want to encourage you if you're feeling um, broken or challenged at all as a Christian and I think many of us are so and, oops sorry about this get my technology rolling here and um, so I'm very excited because I'm, I know the Lord has a divine appointment in bringing me back on this very day and um, having Claire back on this very day um, there's no accidents about that so I just want to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to do what he would do amongst us Heavenly Father we just love you and I just thank you so much for this um, wonderful group of people that want to hear your voice that are open to your Holy Spirit thank you Father we just say have your way in this place Lord this is your time this is your place we belong to you, Lord. Do what you want to do in us, Lord. Heal us, change us, mold us, make us. Will you reveal your glory amongst us today? In Jesus' name, amen. That's my American phone in the back. That, that sound you're hearing right now, the beep, 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 is telling me that it's um, something like 7 o'clock and it's time to wake up. So if you want to, I'm serious. If, if you want to bring me my handbag or somebody, I'll, I'll turn that alarm off. It really is, thinks it's in America right now. It's too funny. No, it's in the, that's all right. No, it's, um, I think it's in my, it's in my handbag. It is less than that. It's saying it's time to wake up in Michigan. See, we're all family. I, I feel like I'm right at home. Now I can, I can, I can take your picture now. No, I won't. <laughs> I'll do that later. I am. I just finished a new CD. Finally, it took it took a long time and a lot of struggle. And this is one of the, this is one of my favorite songs on the new CD. I hope you enjoy this. It's called um, Strings. It was written by Misty Edwards.
have this next song. I'll just give you little stories. So when you hear the new CD, you'll you'll know all the inside scoop of why all the songs were written. Actually, I didn't write this one. The next one's um, How Deep the Father's Love, Stuart Townend's song that many of you know. And uh, because the Lord's been giving me a revelation this year, um, as I seek to go higher and I want bigger things, I want to see the Lord do bigger things through my life, through the lives of my children. And um, the Lord keeps saying that to go higher, I need to go lower. And um, he keeps leading me back to Ephesians 3.19 about how great the Father's love is for us and, and that everything that we need in life, everything that we need in life, everything that you need today is contained in the love of our Father God. How deep the Father's love. Oh, and I will say, I, uh, the producer came up with a really glitzy arrangement for this. And I said, no, 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 no. I just want country. <laughs> so, so he's like, oh, no. So, <laughs> yes. So, um, here we go. <laughs> so I can see you. And they lowered the microphone so I could reach it. Yay. How deep the Father's love. The neat thing about God's love is that it doesn't matter how old we get on this earth. There's always more of it for us to experience and discover. There's always more that can be revealed, more of his glory that can be revealed in our hearts. Isn't that wonderful? 
So we can never reach a place where we say, well, I, I've got it all as a Christian. Or, or listen, there's, we never reach a place where we can say, I have enough. There's always more that he can give us. And it's, it's not that his love needs to be multiplied. It's that our ability to receive his love needs to be multiplied. Isn't that right? There's more than enough bread to feed us all this morning. There's more than enough of his love to go around. And yet there are things in our hearts that block it. We're the ones that don't receive. We're the ones, for whatever reason, hardness of heart or unbelief or fear, we don't receive the fullness of it. Oh, Lord, let us receive the fullness of what you want to pour out on us. And how much of a lack there is of his love in this dark world, isn't there? And yet every once in a while we see glimmers of light. When it comes down, we see that stairway from heaven, the angels ascending and descending. I had one of those stairways in my house. It happened a few years ago, and I've told you the story before, how on February 12, 2005, there was a stairway from heaven into my house, into the deepest part of the house, the basement. In Michigan, we have basements. Dave, <laughs> so half the house is underground. And my son was living down there. I have four children. My oldest son, and many of you know the story, he was a drug addict, deeply addicted to cigarettes and alcohol, cocaine, crystal meth, cold medication, and cough syrup, and everything else. And um, um, he needed a touch of God's love. I don't understand prayer. I don't know how that works. But I know that prayer creates that stairway. Unless we come become complacent as a church and stop praying don't stop praying because that's your stairway to call forth the kingdom of God to call forth the love of God to create that open door for the love of God to flow into the places where there's pain where there's addiction where there's bondage where there's death we just call it forth right now even as I'm singing we call forth the kingdom O Lord Make this house a Bethel, Lord, right now, house of God. We pray, Father, for your light and your glory to appear right now in hearts all over this room where there's a need. Just lift up that need to the Lord right now. We don't have to wait till the end of the service. The food has already been set on the table for you. The feast has already been prepared. And once again, the Lord's not waiting for me to play. <laughs> he doesn't wait for me. There's food already set for you today. And you don't even need anyone to touch you. You don't need anyone to pray for you. You open up your heart. You say, Lord, feed me. Feed me, Lord. And if you're struggling to believe that the Lord loves you, that you could receive his love, then just ask him to remove your unbelief in Jesus' name. We just speak to unbelief right now. I call forth faith. I call forth the spirit of faith in this place. Where there's hopelessness, I call forth hope right now in Jesus' name. I speak hope to you in Jesus' name. I speak hope, hope, hope. Let me tell you, it doesn't matter what your earthly circumstance looks like at this moment. The Lord wants you to take your eyes off of the natural right now. Only eyes for him. Only eyes for Jesus. Only eyes for Jesus. It doesn't matter what you've been told in the natural, only ears for the Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. Let him speak to you what his will is in your life. I call forth healing right now where there's any pain, sickness, or disease in this room. I call forth the kingdom of God in bodies. Someone in the room that's got a pain in your, I'm seeing you're facing me, so I have to think which foot it is. It's the left foot and the ankle area, and there's severe pain on the outside of the ankle. And the Lord is touching that ankle today. So you'll be able to walk with that pain or without any kind of a limp. Receive the love of God receive the love of God that's already been poured out on you through the cross. 
It's already finished. It's already done. You are seated in heavenly places with the Lord. You're seated in heavenly places already. You don't understand the power of the authority that's been given to you through the love of Jesus Christ. There's a young woman here in the room that's been longing for a child. You've had trouble conceiving, and the Lord um, knows that. You have to keep your eyes on him, and the Lord says it's already finished. And you're to believe as Abraham and Sarah believed. heaven came down into my house and um, the Lord appeared to my son in some way and when he woke up the next day he was completely set free and it's been over eight years my son's on fire for the Lord because the love of God was greater than our circumstance whatever your circumstances today the love of God is greater spontaneously healing for those who will receive it and um, it would be good um, at the end of the service or sometime if you feel like the Lord has touched your body um, I would love to hear about it I think it would be very encouraging for pastor and maybe we'll see how the Lord leads but I just want to hear a testimony of what God is doing in the room there's a healing anointing um, God has allowed me to be broken which is one of the reasons that I get to be used in ministry <laughs> um, because uh because he uses the foolish things of the world, the weak things of the world, the things that are not. And um, 
His glory can shine through me. And so there's a particularly a healing anointing, healing for hearts, healing for minds, and healing for bodies. And we expect that today. And uh, now for something completely different. Um, everyone's been, when we get filled up with the glory of God, and the wonderful thing is that um, the more broken we are, um, the more his glory can shine through us, the more he can use us. That doesn't mean that he desires for us to suffer. He's not a God that causes suffering. But we live in a world of suffering. And the wonderful thing about it is, as scripture tells us, that, those, that the sufferings of this life can actually, the Lord can use them to burn away our flesh and make us more usable for him. And so I'm going to do a song for you. Actually, I'm thinking very quickly because I'm looking at the time and there's more things than I want to do than I, than I okay, I'm going to do it. All right, fine. <laughs> And so the glory of God shines through me um, with an Irish accent, even though I'm American. He, he fitted me for this land, and I don't understand that. I'll ask him when I get to heaven, God, you don't make any sense. You send Irish women to the Philippines. You send American women to Ireland. So it seems like it would be easier if you just <laughs> kept us in our own country. But he, uh, he makes us a voice to whomever he pleases. I don't know. And so he had to teach me your language. He had to give me... Listen, he had to give me his love for you, and he did. Even when I was a child, he gave me his love for you and the expression of that love for your nation. I adore your nation. I love it. I come down out of the clouds, and I see the green. It just melts my heart. It melts my heart, and I love your food. So <laughs> anyway, so I, I had to learn some Irish music. So here's an Irish drinking song. <laughs> No, sanctified by the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Here we go. No, this is Jesus Loves Me. Thank you. 
microphone. Ah. Isn't it cool how God comes down to our level? Expresses his love with our, you know, in a way that we understand it. I mean, as I was playing that, I know that's a worldly song. That's Cooley's Real or something. You know, that's a really, really worldly song. And yet I feel the love, his love for your nation as I'm playing that. I can feel his cries for your country. I feel it right now. I feel his love burning, burning for you that you might know the healing power of Jesus Christ in this land from the north to the south. I feel it. It's It's burning up inside my soul. It consumes me. It consumes me. It consumes me. Just like the love of God for the Filipino children is consuming Claire. That's amazing. And his, his glory fills each one. He has a purpose. He has a purpose for each one of us in, his, in this earth to express his love to someone. And it may just be someone in your household or it may be a culture or a nation or a particular group of people, and you'll feel this burning growing inside your heart to minister to that group of people. It's a wonderful thing as we learn to yield and let his love flow through us for the healing of nations. It's beautiful. As I was speaking, the computer went off. But um, in order for that glory to be revealed, the Lord has to do some things in our hearts for that glory to be able to come out so that we're fruitful. And so the next song I'm going to sing, I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to like it. I'm just, I'm just warning you, nobody ever likes this song, except for me. Because um, God, God gave me some words to this song that are kind of difficult to sing. And yet, if you find God's love in the midst of it, it's okay. So I want you to say this with me afterwards. I Say this with me. This is kind of a trick, but it's all right. Um, say, everything I need, everything I need. is in the fire. So turn up the heat, Lord. <laughs> I want to go higher. <laughs> you never called me to the
Sometimes scripture is, is hard. I was surprised that um, the producer allowed me to record that. And um, when I showed him the words, because usually the response, the first time I sang that, um, the song wasn't even finished. I sang a part of it at a ladies' retreat in um, Virginia. And um, honestly, um, they tried to sing it with me. And you could hear the voices as soon as we get to the chorus. Um, um, so turn up the heat, Lord, I want to go higher. You could, you could just hear the volume go down as people were saying, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't think I can really say that. And, you know, maybe that's not um, something that we need to actually say because there's plenty of fire in this world, isn't there? You don't have to go very far to um, feel the effects of living on this earth. There's pain, there's suffering, there's death, there's struggle. All of us have it. I have yet to meet a person that doesn't have it unless they're living in denial. And uh, But I believe that when we face trials in this world, um, Jesus said something so beautiful before he left the earth. One of the last things he said was, in this world you will face trouble or tribulation or trials, whatever your translation says. Um, but don't be afraid. Fear not. And he says, for, for lo, I am with you always. And that's his comfort is that no matter what happens to you in this life. And as Christians, we're not guaranteed that things will get easier. In fact, sometimes I'm convinced they get harder <laughs> because there's warfare against us. And yet, no matter what we face, the Lord is saying, he's saying, if you have me, then you have everything you need. And you can face any trial, no matter how hot it gets. And as I get older, both physically and spiritually, I'm finding the most wonderful thing that if I am in the presence of God, that suddenly my circumstances lose their power to, um, to affect me, to change my countenance. And even somehow the pain sort of, I f it's not that the pain's not there anymore, but I forget about the pain because I'm so consumed with the one that is consuming my heart with a consuming fire that's greater than the pain. Does that make sense? When his presence gets bigger, then I forget. And I understand things suddenly that I didn't understand, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego dancing in the furnace was seven times hotter. Y you know, the scripture says that the guards that were meant to push them into that fire actually died just getting close to it. And that's the way the Lord is. I mean, without God's love, he's a consuming fire. He's so great, he's so powerful that without his love, we'd all be consumed. But because of his love, we're not, or we're consumed by something else, we're consumed by his love and transformed by that love. And once you discover this marvelous truth, listen to me, of God's love, how high and how wide and how deep and how long. I probably got those words all mixed up. The greatness of the love of God. Nothing can hurt you. Nothing can hurt you anymore. And you lose that fear. 
of being harmed because I think the human race just naturally lives in fear, don't we? We live in fear. Oh, something's going to happen. Someone's going to get cancer or something bad. I'm just waiting for the next bad report. You know, I was listening to, I don't listen to the news because it depresses me and it, most of it's lies anyway and I, I don't want to go to the trouble of figuring out what was a lie and what was the truth. So I, maybe I just shelter, you think I shelter myself, but I, I, try to feed my mind what I know is true and the devil is going to feed you every single day with lies and try to get you to be afraid of your circumstances he wants you to live in fear and doubt of God's love if he can get you to doubt God's love for you then he can make you unfruitful in the knowledge of that love he can't he maybe he can't steal your soul but he will try everything he can to make you unfruitful and also he loves for you to be miserable. I mean, Satan's the, he's the god of misery in this world. He, that's terrible, but it's true. And so what I see on the news is misery. And misery being exalted. You know, I saw stuff. I was in the airports. I had uh, 48 hours in airports getting here, which is another story. I, had, I, traveled I tried to travel from Grand Rapids. That flight was canceled. Traveled, uh, tried to travel from South Bend. I went to South Bend, Indiana. I thought, I'll go from Grand Rapids down to Indiana. Now that flight was canceled too. Then they put me on a bus to Chicago. And that flight had mechanical problems. And yet the Lord's love was greater and he finally, he finally got me out of there. But in sitting in all those airports, I was listening to the news. Misery glorified the evil deeds of men and people just feeding on it like, oh, that's weird. Oh, that's creepy. Oh, that's really grotesque. They're loving the grotesque. It's like, why is this stuff on the news? We don't need to know about that. We need to know about the love of God. Yet the God of this world wants us to be focused on the ugliness of this world. He wants you to live in fear and dread instead of the love of God. Because if the love of God comes in, then we lose our fear. Because all we really need is his presence. And when his presence comes in, everything becomes possible. The possibility for change, which I talked about earlier. But even more so as his presence becomes all you need, even if your circumstances never change, it doesn't matter because his presence, his love is so consuming and so wonderful that it's just okay that you're able to go to the Lord as Jesus did with such love for him, your love for him being higher than all earthly things. And you're able to say, Lord, this is what I want in this world. But even so, not my will, but yours be done. And that love for him consumes us so much that we reach a point of surrender where it's totally okay, whatever he wants, because we love him so much and because we trust him so much and we're not afraid. Isn't that a wonderful place to live in? I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. I'm learning to know that love that surpasses knowledge, and it's changing me from glory into glory. And I'm what I'm learning about the suffering then is because of the Lord's great love for me, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid anymore. And the Lord says, for my light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for me a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Those sufferings that the devil has used to try to harm me, God is using for good for the saving of many lives. And I love that. And the suffering of my life, which I'm not here to talk about today, I don't want to glorify my suffering. But Many of you know I have walked a difficult road in this life. I've had a portion of pain in this world. Sometimes I think I've had more pain than is fair. It's not fair. Why didn't I get someone else's easier life? I don't think anyone's life is necessarily easier, but I had a difficult life. I've had a struggle in this world. I'm living as a single mother, raised four children, on my own, known what it means to have plenty and to have nothing. I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to be alone. I know what it feels like to be separated from loved ones. I know what it feels like to be rejected. I know what it feels like to be misunderstood and judged. I know what it feels like to be a sinner. I know what it feels like to be condemned and to condemn myself for my own sin. I know all of that kind of pain. And yet the Lord used all of that pain for good because all of those things brought me to a point of, listen, absolute surrender to the Lord's love. About 10 years ago, 
where I said, not my will, but yours be done. And at that point, the most marvelous thing came in because the Lord's not concerned about circumstances as he's concerned the st about the state of our heart. That's what really matters, isn't it? And so G he, the Lord was able to say to me, Jean, your circumstances don't matter. Your heart is in a place of surrender, and now I can use you. Unworthy as the world would say I am. And he started using me. 2002, 2003, doors began to open for my gifts of music and speaking to be able to, to be used. And within a very short space of time, my voice was hurled around the world. And the Lord was doing what he's doing today, healing people, transforming people's lives, not through me, but through the word that comes out of my mouth and through the Holy Spirit. And it's a marvelous thing. So I want to encourage you today, if you're suffering, and if you're struggling with pain and suffering, rejoice with me today. Rejoice with me today because God is doing a good work. And what he's doing in your heart is so much more important than anything that happens to you in the natural. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I'm not meaning to make light of anyone's trouble. I know it hurts. And I know it's hard. And I've been there. And I understand pain. I'm not trying to make light of that. But what I'm telling you is to look higher today or look deeper and say, God, I don't know why you've allowed this. I don't think it's fair. And maybe I'm even angry with you, God, for allowing this in my life. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. And I'm mad at you, Lord. And that, he can understand that. He can take that. He's not going to walk away from you. But then we say to God, I don't understand it. I'm not happy about it. And right now, I don't even like you for allowing it. But even so, not my will be done, but yours. Lord, would you use all of this ugly, grotesque, terrible stuff for good? Would you reveal your glory through this earthly temple in some way? And he can do that. It's the most marvelous thing in the world, how the Son of Man was born into a dirty cattle stall. And when the Son of Man brings his glory into your dirt, how he can make things beautiful and bring his beauty through you. Praise God. Praise God that he's using our suffering today to bring his glory. Isn't that a wonderful thing? What I want you to do right now is just raise your hands up to the Lord, one hand, two hands, it doesn't matter. I want you to lift up to the Lord your um, struggles today, anxiety, suffering, any area of your life right now where you're struggling to believe God or where, the, where you're having difficulty, just lift it up to the Lord and say in your own way, ask the Lord to be glorified in it. Be glorified in it. Be more in me, Lord. Thank you, Father, for using this situation, whatever it is, to refine my heart. To burn away anything that's not of you, that only your glory would be revealed in me. And right now, as a body of believers, we just come before you and we surrender. We surrender our own will. We say, Lord, not our will, but yours be done. We give you our lives as living sacrifices today. We say, have your way in us. Oh, God, use us as your vessels to bring your glory and the knowledge of your love into this dark world. We yield ourselves to you. And, Lord, I thank you that for each person that's got hands raised today, that you are receiving our offerings, our sacrifices but you're also pouring in to hearts more of an understanding, more of a revelation of your love. We just receive your love today in Jesus' name. I want to sing one more song, and then we'll have some time of ministry for those who want to stay. There it is. This is another song that came out of the, my um, glory place, which is the ugliest robe in my house. Doesn't have walls. Uh oh. The pedal's not working. Is it the wrong one? Oh. Sorry. The room that I wrote this in has no walls. It has just, just pipes and bare cement.
That is the room where the Lord appeared to my son. And it's a song that came out of deep pain this past winter and struggle. I said, God, when is it going to be enough? When is it going to be over? And the Lord said, oh, you need to stop wrestling like Jacob for earthly things and you need to start wrestling for more of me. Homesick and hiding Waiting here for you to find me To whisper all my fears away To lift me up in your arms of grace Take what is broken Put me back together again Your love is deep enough To cover all my sin Lord, I'm asking, I'm seeking I'm lacking, I'm needing so much more of you, more of you. Will you fill my empty jars with everything I know you are, that I would become less and you would become more, 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 that you would become more. More, more. When there's no solution, when mountains in my life aren't moving, come and be the God that you are. Show your power, change my heart. Forgetting what's behind me, pressing towards the one I adore. Your love, it fills me up. It's you I'm longing for. Lord, I'm asking, I'm seeking, I'm knocking, I'm needing so much more of you, more of you. Fill my empty jars with everything I know you are, that I would become less, and you would become more. More, more, that you would become more, more, more. Knowing you gave the stars the heavens, knowing you gave the waves the shore, knowing your arms are always open, knowing you'd go to any length to love me, only makes me love you more. Lord, I'm asking, I'm seeking, I'm knocking, I'm needing so much more of you, more of you. Will you fill my empty jars with everything I know you are, that I would become less, then you would become more. you would become more, 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 that you would become more, 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 that you would become more, more, Thank you, Father. Lord, thank you for teaching us and reminding us that if we would just take our minds off of earthly things and put them back on you, that you not only fix those earthly things that we have no power to fix, but you also come and you give us your peace that passes understanding. And for every heart here, whether they stay for ministry or not, Lord, I just speak the peace of Jesus Christ that passes understanding into the deepest place of your heart. Receive the Lord's peace today. 
Stop wrestling with your earthly things and wrestle for more of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. And I'm looking at the time. I know what time it is. If you would like more of the Lord in whatever fashion that is, if you just want to surrender your heart completely or if you want prayer for a particular need, um, we're going to have um, some time of ministry right now. If um, the praise band or some portion of the praise band wants to continue um, to um, just lead us in the presence of God, if you need to go, be blessed, be released. Um, and I look forward to seeing you again. There are t CDs at the back table. The new one that I sang many of these songs from is not um, available here yet. It should be ready next week. So if you want that one, you can order it. And I'm going to send it over. And um, we'll make sure that it gets to you if you leave me your name and address. Um, but the Lord's presence is here to minister to you. So if you want more of him, um, come and eat at the table. <laughs>